0: Go home. Go home. Go home. Hello, everybody,
1: welcome to the first episode of the Go Home gonna be really hard for us to not talk in this kind of radio voicey thing yeah like doing college like bullshit college radio for such like a long time that's fine yeah. it, but i think <laughs> i think it's gonna be i think you're gonna listen to like episode 10 of this and it's gonna sound really different from episode one i think it is because just just because the way we talk <laughs> is gonna i think, I think become more natural i've been noticing that i've been doing like a lot of sound checks just talking yep. into a microphone yeah i want to do that voice hey how's it going everybody this is eric and welcome <laughs> to the go home show and it's like uh, it's like the least natural way to speak yep but, I don't know. I guess we'll kind of see how it goes. Hopefully, uh, hopefully people are actually listening to this also. Yeah, um, that would not be uh, that, a good thing for us if they're not. Uh, so, we started a wrestling podcast uh, because we both really like wrestling. And, honestly, I'm very embarrassed to talk about it while we're on the podcast, yeah. uh, the regular Mega64 podcast. Uh, as you guys know, this is under the Mega64 umbrella. their kind of uh, overarching thing. So, uh, if you ever need to email us, you can email us at Show. At mega 64com uh, they're very gracious and uh, letting us do this podcast and being really supportive. Yes, they are in that, and uh, it's really good. Yeah, and again, this is just mostly for us to kind of talk about wrestling, yeah. what, what we like about wrestling. Not really get on like the real like ooh, dirt shit. Yeah. What what are people doing backstage? Avoid those. Yeah, because we're not we're not backstage. We're just no. like we're just like a couple of dudes that really just like wrestling. Yeah, I we just talk about it. We just really enjoy it. So. Yeah. I don't know, uh, Brian. I guess we'll talk about w- what do you remember earliest from pro wrestling. Do you remember what, like what really kind of got you into it? Even if, if not necessarily like your first match. Like what? Right. What got you into it? Like way later
0: and, and stuff. I like think. I mean, when I was a kid, I remember seeing wrestling, and I feel like when we were kids, we all saw wrestling. But um, I think the first thing that was really memorable to me was uh, was I think it was the WrestleMania where um, where Stone Cold beat uh, HBK for the championship but I didn't get to see that one I saw the Monday after <laughs> that was the one that really stood out to me because I remember like being really excited for that match uh, I had just sort of gotten into wrestling before that it was like you know just so new to me um, seeing it as like an older kid I think I was what we would have been like 11 or 12 yeah, at the time. something like that yeah probably so at that time you're still kind of like your, your mindset is still into like toys and kids stuff and like I still thought it was real, so to me it was like, "Oh man, oh this guy Stone Cold, oh he's like, he's gonna do something bad. He's gonna do something like real bad." But I like it because that that's that's what I want to do. I want to be
1: like Stone Cold. I think everybody wanted to be like Stone Cold. I think a lot of kids got into it probably around the time that we did, mm-hmm. especially if you were a kid growing up yeah. in America yes. in the '90s. That that time in wrestling, that WCW yeah. WWF. I, I just, I had to look it up. I knew it was WrestleMania 14. I couldn't remember what year it was. It was March 29th, 1998. Yep. That so sounds that about are, right. Man, that, I mean, that, I had been into it for a, a little bit of time. Like, right around then is when I was yeah. getting into it, too. That's so funny.
0: Yeah. I remember Stone Cold on Monday Night Raw um, wrestling against Bret Hart, who whose knee he had broken, I think, at the time. It, it was right before the logo change. Because um, that, that's how I remember it. I remember it going, oh wait, the logo's different now, because it went from the block, or whatever they yeah, call to, it. Yeah, to the scratch. To the scratch. scratch yeah. And I remember being like, whoa, that's really different. Have yeah. you heard that they're supposed
1: to, well, yeah. this is just, I guess, rumor, but they want, they might change it to that, that WWE, like, network logo, like, the real sharp-looking WW mm. on top of each other. That might be the new logo, but I really don't care. I don't care either way. I kind of like
0: the logo. Don't you think it's kind of like 90s, though? You know, I, I thought it was kind of like a good knockback to or, uh, you know, kind of homage to the original uh, logo. But then it keeps the, the new South sort of cleans it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think it's better as a network, as the brand for the WWE Network, than it would be for WWE. I think their logo right now really doesn't need to be changed. I think it's fine. It's
1: It's, it's been the way it is for so long. And I, I think people just get excited for change. Yeah. They don't necessarily want the change. It's just, I think... I think there's nothing better than the announcement. There's yep. nothing better than the, ooh, something new is happening. Yep. And then and then something new happens, and you just go, okay, well, then that's how it is. Yep. And we then, then nothing changes, think. really. Like,
0: yeah. it's just a, it's, it's just a logo change.
1: Yeah. So. And I, I don't think there's any much to it. But whatever. The earliest thing that I really remember from wrestling were uh, seeing some pay-per-views, seeing some TV here and there, but the stuff that really stood out to me, and this is, like, embarrassing, but I remember watching WCW and seeing there's a wrestler named... Glacier, who looked like Sub Zero. <laughs> he was a, just a ripoff of Sub Zero, awesome. who came out and did like martial arts moves, and it that looked like it really. looked like it was snowing all around him. Oh, it was such! I just I remember like watching it and going, "This is the coolest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> and of course, his matches—if you go back and watch his Glacier matches, which I have—they.
0: Of course well, they do. It's
1: him doing martial arts, and the guy's trying to do, like, wrestling moves, yep. and then he blocks
0: it, and then, like, poses. Yep. And, oh, my God. That was one of the people I remember um, from WCW, because I was actually one of those people that didn't watch WCW at all. Oh, and
1: I I would watch WCW for the first hour, uh, uh, from 8 to 9, and then Raw from 9 to 10, and then my parents made me go to bed, and so I got a VCR for Christmas, nice. and
0: I would record the last hour of Raw. i wake up early before yep. school and watch it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and dude, I... That was my treat coming home from school, because I couldn't stay <laughs> up either. So I knew I had the last hour of Raw on tape, and I could fast-forward through all the Castrol GC- GTX commercials. And <laughs> all the Stacker two commercials you yeah. could ever want to watch. <laughs> all the 10 10 10-3-2-1 commercials, <laughs> and just watch Stone Cold kick some ass. And yeah. The Rock be awesome. And,
1: and since then, oh, we've been watching wrestling. I mean, did, I'm sure you took some time off from it, too. I stopped mm-hmm. watching in, like... 2007, 2008, I stopped watching until, right. you know what You know what brought me back? It was, and it's so hackney to kind of say, but that CM Punk yeah. Pipe Bomb promo yeah. brought me back because it was like, oh yeah, hey, remember this guy we used to watch yep. in Los Feliz on, <laughs> on an indie show? Yep. He's like, main event WWE like, going out and Absolutely. saying all this rad shit. Yeah. I don't know. And that's that's what brought me back, and I always kind of had it in my peripheral. I would kind of check the results here and there. Right. You know, if there's a big match, I would go back and watch it. When I heard a lot of these uh, indie guys were getting signed, I would go and check them out because right. uh, we went to a lot of uh, PWG shows in, yeah. in L.A. Yeah, for, for a, like, a long stretch, like two so you, years? Yeah, probably, like, two it? solid years. They would go yeah, from East. Los Feliz, we saw them once uh, right around Fullerton uh, at, like— uh, it wasn't even like an armory. It was almost like a gym inside of a park. Uh oh, yeah. and we ate at a Sonic burger for the first time ever. Oh, uh, yeah. it fucking suck. Yeah, it did. And then was uh, we would go see shows at Frankenson's yep. uh flea market. They only had like two there. Right yeah, there. There, there were only a couple, but it was fun. We would drive up yep. and, and go watch indie stuff, and that was that was kinda when we were still watching Raw and still watching SmackDown, because mm-hmm. that, that was another thing that, that you and I kind of we would do together we would watch with a couple other friends when I worked at uh, when I had a cool job at Target we would go over to we would go over to our friend's house and uh shout out to uh, to Jamie and Nick and Frank uh, who are obviously all listening to this of course they are who I've definitely (laughs) talked to within like the last five years um so, yeah, we would it would be a lot of fun. It was always, like, a cool kind of bonding thing yeah. to just go watch wrestling. We'd go like watch wrestling
0: every Monday, and at the time it was Thursday Night SmackDown, mm-hmm. which I prefer. Um, and we would also just play the WWE games that were out. Yeah. So oh we would play a lot of four-on-four because four we had the splitter thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also got the GameCube ones because you could only get certain ones on certain systems. Mm-hmm. Remember, the games were, yep. like, certain ones were only on uh, PlayStation, certain ones were only on GameCube. And we would just play those, and um, they would always get the big four pay-per-views. So that was really cool because I never used to get pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah we, we up. would. I think we would all like chip in. And, yeah, and get the pay-per-views. We all chip in like five or ten bucks, whatever. And mm. so we would. It was kind of like a potluck oh. thing, and then we'd all get together with some pizzas and drinks. And uh, oddly enough, we didn't really drink at the time. No, no. It, so I, it was like weird. Were we
1: underage? I feel like we had to be.
0: Yeah, we, we must we, we, we must had
1: have, to have been, yeah. because if I was working at Target, I was only like seventeen. 16 right. or 17. Yeah. I, we would have been, we only would have been like 19 because when I turned 21, I was up in Orange well, County. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was living up in Anaheim. So, so yeah. yeah. We would have been underage. So, yeah, we would drink awesome sodas and get little
0: Caesar's pizzas <laughs> with all of our friends. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, so fucking nerdy. I can't, yeah. It's so, it's so weird to think because, like, I remember doing it and, like, it, it was something I looked forward to and it, I haven't thought about it since then. And it was something that we did a lot. I mean, we would go. It was every Monday, yeah.
1: every, like, every Raw, every SmackDown. Like, it was so much fun, though. Yep. It was always a really good time, and I think wrestling works a lot better in a big group. It does. Um, it's fun as individuals, and but I think what the reason we start a podcast like this mm-hmm. is because the thing we love most about wrestling is just to talk about it afterwards. Absolutely. Because, man, do you fast-forward through Raw? Because oh, I
0: fast-forward. Yeah, I, I fast-forward I just, ah, man, if I don't watch it live, it's like, okay, let's skip this, mm-hmm. let's skip this, let's skip this. I, this time I challenge myself not to just to kind of like talk about maybe something different than what I. To get to again. get like the full grasp of yeah. what the full show is, but I, I find myself especially because there's so much recap on yeah. Raw. Fast forwarding through anything that's like earlier in the show, it's like yeah, I saw it.
1: Do you think it's too long?
0: Do you think three hours is too long for for a show? Sometimes
1: and sometimes it isn't. I think I think the benefit of the three hour Raw is that you get, I think weekly one long. There's yeah. one long match. There's yeah. one match that will go, and I hate to say long because it's only 11 minutes, but there's one 11-minute match right. or, like, 14-minute match. And, hey, it's a give and take on if it's going to be good or bad. Uh, sometimes it's a mid-card thing, and you have, like, Cesaro going against uh, Daniel Bryan, and you're like, whoa, let these guys go, like, 25. Yeah. But then, the, like, the converse of that is where you have something like Kofi versus Alberto Del Rio, and you just go, you're, cl- you're so close. It's so close to being entertaining, but it's not quite. But that's I don't it comes out. out again. You're gonna hear a lot of that, just opinion, and please take our opinion with a grain of salt because we really don't. We're uh, we're not backstage. We nope. don't shit. We just like who we like, mm-hmm. and we don't like who we don't like, and we will probably let you know too much who we like and don't like.
0: Yeah. Uh, because what else are we gonna talk about for an hour, Brian? I don't know. But I like to think that you know when I look at it, at least in my opinion, the way I I look at it is. You know, what what's what's the story it's trying to tell, even even if it's not overarching but in the match itself mm-hmm. or like just what we're seeing in that time on T V or on the screen, because that's that's what it should be. So like, you know, you have five, ten minutes and then like what do you do with the match? What do you do with the people on the screen? What do you do with the commentating? And like so I, I try to like look at it a little bit more on like the pieces that build up the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so hopefully like my opinions aren't just like random rantings of things don't hate, um, and they're more about, like, the parts of wrestling, because that's what i found over time has kept me really engaged in wrestling, mm-hmm. is the parts that build it all up so that you see this, like, final, clean image, but there's so much that it takes to, like, make it look the way it does, and you take it for granted when you watch WWE, and then you watch DNA. Yeah, you, you really do, and I think the one thing that we'll definitely agree on is that the
1: production mm-hmm. that, that WWE has, their production team, I would love to sit in on oh, a raw yeah just just one just one. wow the to direct that to know your cameraman that well to trust them to get their shots yeah. and, and you know that they're they're running through stuff before the show like okay this is going to be the big spot we have we're having a showdown make sure you get this close up make sure the hard camera's doing this mm-hmm. but damn on the fly
0: yeah
1: how it, that is week to week nearly flawless And I know that people complain a lot about, oh, the camera zooms in when there's punches and and stuff like that. I I really think that that's the look that they're going for, Mm -hmm. and you don't have a lot of stuff that looks like that. They took that, I think, from ECW. Yeah, they do it a lot, but I think that for... That really reaches people who maybe don't watch it for the sport and the match storytelling. Right. They just want to see, like, those big kind of, like, thud, crack, bang, like those zoom-in. It's like an action movie. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of... Keeping you involved while while you're watching it, and uh... man, their production team is just so
0: good. Yeah, it's it, it looks like it would be so much fun to work on that. Like every every time, I'd like, be so nervous to start out there and just oh, I'm gonna fuck it up. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, okay, make sure you get the shot of Roman Reigns. Well, I got the shot of his feet. Oh shit.
0: Oh uh, no. no. <laughs> oh man, the directors just fucking oh, angry. And, and you know,
1: and you, you know, they probably get super pissed yeah. because that that has to be. That is that is their bread and butter. That has to yep. be flawless every week. And man, incredible to th- the amount of traveling that they do oh and everything. I, I can't like there's not enough good I can say about that. Really, because, man, go back and watch '90s wrestling and just look how. I don't want to call it unpolished, but I don't. There, I there might not be another, like a better way to describe it. It it just it has kind of a buzz, mm-hmm. kind of a slow. It just it just feels like it's kind of moving through molasses. It just has like a little <laughs> bit of a like. Okay, we're moving a. Little Little slow, but that might also be like the show catering now to our kind of ADD style of. Yeah, I mean, you watch a YouTube video that's longer than two and a half minutes. No, No. so then you know, watching, sitting down and watching a TV show for three hours (laughs) is kind of a daunting task. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that's that is why we started wrestling podcast because we really enjoy wrestling, and this the conversation that Brian and I just had would have been. That is almost a conversation that we had in a car going up to yep. Mega64 game days yep. or hanging out or having a couple of beers and watching something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, it, just, it happens
1: a lot, so we figured why not uh, put it on a podcast and hopefully other people want to check it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. and you know what? If you agree or don't agree, that's fine because you can contact us. Exactly. Uh, you can email us at mega 64com You can follow us on Twitter. Nice. Uh, that's twitter.com slash show. At Go Home Show. And uh, you can follow us on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com. Uh, we'll have a list of episodes. We'll have questions that we answer. We'll reblog stuff that we like. Uh, you know, you, you can get a hold of us there and you can go, hey, you guys are really fucking wrong about this and I need to really let you know. Realize that uh, secretly we will make fun of you. We absolutely will make fun But you. we will also probably make fun of you in response if it's on Tumblr. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. So it may not be so secret. We will listen. We will listen to what you have to say. So I guess I guess that is how that goes. Yes. Um, Brian, did you watch Raw? I did watch Raw. Brian, did you watch SmackDown? I did not watch. Smackdown. Brian, that's terrible. I know. You gotta watch SmackDown. I know. SmackDown this week, not that bad. SmackDown has been really good. Yeah, I I was surprised. Um, I hadn't watched SmackDown in a while. Mm-hmm. I would catch the highlights mm-hmm. and and. Uh, Go through WWE and be like, okay, what are like, what's like the last two minutes of every match, that kind of thing. That's good. I I sat down. This is the second or third week in a row that I've watched SmackDown. I thought it was very good. It it did a good job of continuing the Raw storylines. Oh, okay, good. But then what kills is that Raw just recaps everything that happened on SmackDown and usually has rematches. Yeah. So it's kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. Uh, real quick, the highlights: uh, Ambrose and Reigns tagged against uh, Ziggler and Kofi. Really? Yeah. It was. That's, that's the first weird. time. That's the first time they made a point of this. Uh, it was the first time that Ambrose and Reigns tagged. Yeah. Dinner. And uh, without Rollins. Yeah, so. Rollins was on commentary. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was honestly a pretty good match. Uh, I was really impressed. It furthered the kind of slow burn that's been going on with the Shield, where they're obviously going to break up. Right. Um, it had Roman Reigns, because that, if you remember, previous week on on Raw, uh, there was a triple threat tag match, or I'm sorry, six man tag match, a triple threat. Tag there's a six-man tag match, and um, it had Ambrose uh, kind of stealing the win from Roman Reigns, tagging himself in right. and, and getting the pin. This, in this tag match, it had Roman Reigns spearing the shit out of Ziggler. It looked so I got it, I did. good. I got it looked I did. incredible. And then after he spears Ziggler, he walks over and he tags in Ambrose and says, go ahead, go get him. Get him, go ahead. And Ambrose <laughs> goes in and gets the pin. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> Awesome! I thought that I thought that should have been on Raw. That should have been. I on thought Raw. that was great. Yeah. I thought that was a really really cool moment. Um. After that, Ryback wrestled Sheamus. Oh my god. You. Hey hey. You say that? That is the best Ryback has looked in months. Really? No joke. Super impressed with that match. Really? I watched that match, going, why are we doing this? It was so. It was so much better than I was really expecting from it. It was it was a match that I really like When you have two big men mm. who just go in the ring and beat the shit out of each other, that's cool. Ryback went to the top rope. What? Yeah, they like like they pow. I think Ryback hit Sheamus with like a power bomb. Wow! Know, like uh, there were like power slams, Oklahoma slams. Uh, uh, Sheamus, Sheamus and White knows. Noise. It, man, big big moves from two big dudes. That's awesome. Beating the shit out of each other, and I think Garrett came in while I was watching it, and uh-huh. he's like whoa, these guys are going at it. (laughs) Hell yeah. It looked good. I was really, really impressed. So, uh, hey, for a match that I was ready to write off, they showed me something. That's pretty cool. Yeah. After that was uh, a match that I, I feel bad saying, but I expected a little bit more from. Mm -hmm. Maybe I think I just hyped it up in my head and that's that's it. It was uh, Daniel Bryan against Antonio Cesaro Uh, uh, in a one-on-one match. I think that I'm just a victim of my own undoing. Right. Where I was like, well, this, this is going to be like match of the year. This is going to be fucking match of the year. Of course. And um, it was a very good match. It's sure. just, it wasn't. It wasn't incredible. I think right. it showed Cesaro off really, really well where he's lifting Daniel Bryan up mm-hmm. and, and uh, Daniel Bryan tries to get him in like this, like the armbar, lock thing, whatever, and, and uh, Cesaro lifts him up with one arm. And, oh, And damn. power bombs him down. It looked really good. Wow. The match ended with Daniel Bryan uh, hitting... What looked like the Mystica, which is that the head scissors into the arm bar oh. that, um, that Sin Cara used when he was in Mes- uh, Mexico Mystico. Okay. He, it's just, it's that that head scissors, and then instead of releasing on the head, it's go around and catch the arm into the arm bar. So Daniel Bryan does that wow. into the yes lock. It looked really, really good. That's cool. um, I thought that was a great end to that match. And, um, got, again, really impressed with that kind of victim I own and doing, just going like, who was in the match of the year? Uh, it's a match on SmackDown. It was, yeah, it was good. After that, Kane came out and attacked Daniel Bryan, which yeah, uh, yeah, which you saw uh, more of on on Raw and everything. Uh, There was AJ and Nikki Bella in like a two minute match, and that was right. Yeah, Uh, another thing that's been happening on SmackDown that they haven't really uh, been going into on Raw is that uh, did you know the Primetime Players broke up?
0: Uh, Yeah, because Because of uh, uh, SmackDown from. Yeah,
1: so Titus O'Neil attacked Darren Young and beat the crap out of him. Then there's a promo with Titus O'Neil in the back talking about why he did it. And then Darren Young came and attacked him. Of And they had like a backstage brawl. It was pretty good. It was okay. I thought it was funny that uh, Titus O'Neil didn't look very strong. It was Darren Young kind of attacking. Yeah, Darren Young jumped Titus O'Neil. And then Titus O'Neil, it ended with him like cowering in the field position. And it's like was like, that's kind of weird. That's He's weird like that six it.
0: inches taller. Than yeah, I it was think. really strange.
1: But other than that, I don't know. I, I hate, I hate that they're not doing anything without on Raw. Uh, that's like been really a SmackDown thing. Yeah, that's yeah, okay though. Whatever. At least they're doing anything. Yeah. I'm really bummed the Prime Time Players broke up though because <laughs> now there's no more theme song for uh, the Prime Time no. Players.
0: They had the best theme song. They had a ever. really good, uh, uh, they had a really good tag team, and I thought that they're, for for having a tag team division that's so deep. They're doing so little with it, and that's the big, like, I'm like, okay, so you gave the New Age Outlaws, and I'm glad to see them back, uh, you know, for one episode or two episodes, whatever, Mm -hmm. like they were last year, and, you know, getting beat up by Brock Lesnar, and you know, that was really cool, and then they came back, and then they won the Tag Team Championships, and I'm like, I don't know that we really needed to give the New Age Outlaws the Tag Team belts, and that also kind of just, like, continues to keep that uh, Tag Team Championship just at a really, like under the radar level after it was built up so high with uh, Goldust and Cody Rhodes winning it earlier in the year. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of bummed because you have such a deep roster, do something with it. You have so many tag teams, you have the Usos, you have primetime players, but I guess you needed to break up some of the face um, tag teams that you had, because there aren't really that many heel tag teams. No, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I I agree with you. I
1: think the primetime players had a lot left in the tank as a tag team. They're on. I thought they were really entertaining. Mm-hmm. The the barking that Titus O'Neil does yeah. is, is really was really cool. I thought Darren Young was decent in the ring. Mm-hmm. I thought Darren Young in the ring masked a lot of what Titus O'Neill couldn't do. Right as a big man. But uh, I liked them. I thought they were at least interesting. Yeah. And now
0: they're um and now they are broken up. Well maybe that's why they're still on SmackDown and it's not on Raw yet. Because more people watch Raw than SmackDown. Uh, yeah, I agree. So, <laughs> so they're hoping. Oh, well, we'll do this little thing on SmackDown. If it doesn't really go anywhere, people don't really like it, we'll put them back together. You know, in a little bit, maybe they'll have a, maybe they'll have a match at Elimination Chamber. But then by Mania, yeah, we might put them back together. Right? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I guess we wait and see. I would right. really be surprised if they were, if either one of those guys were at WrestleMania on the card at all. Either way, which is kind of a bummer because I like i I think I think those guys are pretty decent. Uh, so after that promo, uh, Gold Dust went one on one with Bray Wyatt, which I thought was weird because Bray Wyatt doesn't really wrestle one on one. Yeah, unless it's like a pay per view, which um, is weird because I really like Bray Wyatt. Me too, man. Really impressed with Bray Wyatt recently. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's one of the most entertaining mm-hmm. guys on in the WWE right now. He really is. like he's getting the ring. I think he's one of the best promos in the company right now. Yeah, absolutely. Everything he says is entertaining and always has my attention. Mm-hmm. Even when he's not on mic, when people are cutting promos on him he's like yelling at them when he's yeah. off mic I love that yeah. just so, it's just so different I think the Hawaii Wyatt family is really interesting So Gold Dust so Goldust went one on one with Bray Wyatt um, it was a good match it was incredible Goldust is better than he has been in years I and love it. I, I, I mean what do you want to say about that every person that you ask I think would agree with that because yes. uh, he is really really looking incredible mm-hmm. um, yeah so good for him yeah. Uh, I, uh, it ended with Bray Wyatt hitting Sister Abigail on yeah. Gold Dust. I think it was a shorter match, I think it was only like four minutes, four yeah. or five minutes. Um, there's outside interference, there was uh Gold Dust doing like that dive cannonball thing that he's been doing off the uh, off the apron to like uh-huh. the outside. He did it on Monday too. Oh right. Yeah. Uh, so that that was decent. And then the main event came it was Christian against Randy Orton. In in a decent match. So I guess Randy Orton's running the gauntlet of all the people that he's gonna be facing in Elimination Chamber. Because this Friday oh, yeah. he's gonna be facing Antonio Cesaro. Uh, this recent Raw, he faced John Cena He fought Christian He lost Daniel O'Brien So this Christian-Randy Orton match, was, it was okay um, It wasn't incredible, I didn't expect it to be But I thought it was a good match I, yeah. thought, I think Christian still looks decent in the ring mm-hmm. uh, Randy Orton, halfway through the match Got on the mic and started yelling about how he hates being in Des Moines which got him, like, a lot of heel heat, but only for people in Des Moines. It was just kind of weird, like, yeah. in the middle of the match to grab a microphone and talk about how he hates Des Moines. What? It was really funny. It was kind of strange. Um, I don't know if that was supposed to be, like, edited out. Like, maybe that was, like, during a commercial break, because I watched, like, uh, uh, like an English stream on Sky Sports 2 or something. Right. Um, so I thought that was a little funny. But other than that, it was fine. Uh, the end came when Christian went for a dive off the second rope, and uh, Randy Orton caught him with an RKO. Oh, that, that That looked really good. Uh, but, man, I was. Every time Christian went to the top rope or the second rope, I'm like, he's going to count with an RKO right here. He went to the top or second rope like three or four times. Right. And uh, so I was telegraphing the end. I'm like, we're just going to keep doing this. It's going to be. Yeah. He's going to count with the RKO. But, I hey, that being said, I think it still looks good. I think it's still a cool mm-hmm. spot. I think yeah. it's still fun to see. So that that was SmackDown. Yeah. is pretty decent. Um, it's good. So, Brian, you have to watch SmackDown. Right? I know. I know. I need you to start watching. Smackdown. Guys, can you let Brian know that yeah. he has to watch SmackDown? You
0: know tell us. Go home yeah. show at mega64.com and it's let, and let Brian know to watch SmackDown. Smackdown. Not Brian. I know. So, I
1: don't so that was SmackDown. After SmackDown happened, we went to a WWE event.
0: Yes, we did. There was a house
1: show in San Diego. And it was awesome. It, it was a lot of fun. We went uh, with the guys from Mega64 and uh, we sat just off the floor, so it was the lower level. Mm-hmm. And we were like the sixth row up. We were dead center with the ring. It was, oh man. We had. Awesome seats. They were the best seats I've ever seen at a big show like that. Yeah. Or I've, I've ever had at a big show yeah. like that. So it, it was just a house show. It was a Saturday Night House show. Um, it had, I mean, pretty much on par for what you expected. I thought the funniest part... I thought the funniest part of the whole show was uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. coming out at the beginning. It was the very first thing. It was awesome. And then uh, Seth Rollins, or Dean Ambrose, grabs the mic. and He starts kind of promo, Seth Rollins has the mic. And he says... CM Punk isn't here, and you can get a refund before the second match. And everyone went, boo! <laughs> Except I think me and Brian, who just went, that was really informative. Yep. Uh, it was so funny to hear that in a promo, but I think the CM Punk being gone thing is such a big deal. Yeah, I really don't want to talk much about it, because we don't know shit. Nobody yeah. knows shit. I'm What's tired. I'm honestly so tired of speculation about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, if, he's, if he's gone and he walked out, I don't mind. That me you know, hey, I love CM Punk, but have you ever been tired of a job and just wanted to quit? Yes, yeah, hey, me fucking too. So, him leaving, I totally understand completely. Understand. I, I just, I get it, so whatever. That's pretty much all I want to talk about the CM Punk thing. Yep. Um, so after that, I think, uh, they called uh, who came down to the ring? I think like it Genius, was famous, Kofi, Kofi Kingston, Kingston and, and Christian, uh, yeah. And so they came down the ring, and there's like some brawl, and she ran away, or whatever. And uh, Dolph Ziggler went against uh, Damien Sandow in a decent match. Yeah. And um, when. And the, what? What was memorable about that match is that Dolph Ziggler won and then went to the outside and somebody had brought a dog to the arena. That dog was wearing a John Cena shirt. The dog was wearing a John Cena shirt. Uh, Dolph Ziggler held up the dog <laughs> and the crowd cheered. And then the rest of the night was us and the guys from Mega 64 after a big spot going, Do you guys think the dog saw that? Yep. Dude, oh man. I just kept looking for the dog. <laughs> the rest of the night was me just trying to look for the dog. Uh, so there were some other notable matches. Kofi Kingston went one on one with Dean Ambrose, uh, that had Dean Ambrose winning in a decent match. Oh, that was pretty good. There was a tag match that was Rollins and Reigns against Sheamus and Christian. That was pretty good. That's maybe pretty good. Uh, a minute or two too long. Yes. Maybe like a rest hold or like a, getting a crowd, like a minor heat kind of thing, yeah. like where the crowd's trying to get back into it, and like they stop the good guy, like maybe one time too many. Yeah. Uh, where It was just to the end of that. We were going like, ah,
0: you're so
1: close to There was a Divas started. match. Yes. I forgot about that. That was really good. I was very I was very impressed. Uh, Tamina Snuka and AJ uh, went against Natalia and uh, Emma, who is from NXT. Yes. She's newer. And uh, they didn't get much of a crowd reaction when she came out initially. But then she started dancing and actually wrestling. Yes. Yeah, hey. She's decent in the ring. She's, pretty good. She, she's moving pretty quick. She had some pretty cool roll-up moves. Her dance we were all doing by the I, end of the match. Oh, I love it. Uh, don't know why I like it so much, but I uh, I feel Emma tained. I can see the evolution. I'm sure there's another Emma pun that okay. she made that I don't remember. Uh, that dance is worth imitation. And so we really had a good time at that match. I thought that was a fun match. Uh, I think Natalia. One with a sharpshooter on AJ, who yeah. for the Divas champ
0: hasn't really done much with the Divas championship. But I really don't fault her for that because what's going on? Yeah, the only the only good person to wrestle in terms of actually wrestling is Natalia, but I don't think she's really that like over with the crowd. And the only other person on top of that would be Tamina Snuka, who
1: is her diesel. So. Yeah. I really like Tamina in that role, too. Yeah. And, and I like her in tag matches where she comes in and just kind of cleans house. I, I really like Tamina. Yeah, she's, she's a really, a really good wrestler. wrestler. The crowd was really hating her, too. It yeah. Was, uh, I thought I thought that was really cool. But, man, it don't... AJ is not a heel. Mm-hmm. It, like, yeah, you keep trying. It doesn't matter because every... I feel bad saying this. Every dude thinks she's hot and cheers her. And then every girl cheers her because she's, like, the badass diva. Exactly. And so it's kind of like, hey, you keep trying to get her over as a heel, but, man... She's just a badass Eva that women really like and dudes really
0: yeah. like. I think a good thing to do with that is to, is to maybe have, like, you know, I, I know I just said, like, oh, yeah, you don't give it to Natalia, but then it popped in my head, why, why don't you just have a double turn? I think Natalia would make it a really good heel. I never even thought about that. That would be a really cool thing to have her kind of, like, in some way basically tear down AJ and, like, rip her apart, and, like, you have a double turn, and then AJ goes back to being kind of that, like, really nice, kind of, like, fragile girl, but Natalia's, like, this, like, vicious sort of, like, assassin, basically, who's, like, just out to get her. I never thought about that. That would make me want to watch that. I mean, not really, (laughs) because they're only going to give it a minute and a half of wrestling time, but
1: it's okay. You can see it unfold on Total Divas. Yes. Which I still haven't watched. I watched the first two episodes. Brian. Brian loves it and watched the first two episodes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, totally um,
1: what else did we see at that show? We saw uh, Luke Harper going one on one with one of the Usos, with Uso 1. Yeah, Uso there was t- only one Uso. Uso, Uso. 2 was at WWE San Jose event. Uh, so we saw Uso 1 against Luke Harper. Mm-hmm. And that was an okay match. It was the match after intermission. The crowd wasn't super, super into it. Mm-hmm. I really like Luke Harper. I think he is. I
0: really like him too.
1: As, as kind of a crony for that Wyatt family thing, I think he works really, really well. Yeah. I think the yeah, 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 yeah thing is super fucking weird. I think the whistling that he's been doing in promos has been really cool. Uh, I the, like his ring attire. Yeah. the He looks just totally tattered. I like that cut-off sleeve, like, camo mm-hmm. vest thing that he's been wearing. Everything that he's been doing with his character is really cool. I really enjoy seeing him almost as much as I enjoy seeing uh, Bray Wyatt. I think that Eric Rowan's kind of the odd man out there, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I think that's okay because I don't. Th- I think if all three guys were strong, yeah. like super super strong, you'd have another shield situation, and, and it, it just doesn't it doesn't work with that many people having that much strength. We saw three MB, <laughs> we saw three MB go against uh, the Matadors, no, uh, Los Matadors, and yes. Torito. I love the the team crowd team. loves Torito. He's awesome. Uh, there, I had to explain to. I think, I, I don't think Derek, Rocco, and Kevin knew what the fuck was going on. Nope. But they were super into it because there's a small man dressed like a bull. So it's like, no, this is like, this guy was like big in Mexico and then he came here and now he's not really on TV, which is kind of a bummer. But yeah. I lo- El Torito is so much fun. El Torito, El Torito is a restaurant. Torito yes. is just the name of a tiny Spanish bull man. Uh, bull man. He was doing flips off the top rope. He was going crazy. It was a lot of fun. It was a really cool match. And and the end came with uh, Les Matadoras pinning 3MB. I think Drew McIntyre is so much better than He's <laughs> so much better yeah, than 3MB. I, really, I like Drew McIntyre, and, and I feel like he's kind of he's kind of stuck there. But you know what? Not everyone can main event. Nope. And how many times do you need people going, push that guy, push that guy, push that guy? Yeah. And push that guy now, to me, just means... I really like this guy, and he's my favorite. I want to see him on the show more. Yeah. It doesn't mean push. It just means he's my favorite. Yeah. And so, I, hey, you know what? Not everyone's a main event player. No. Uh, so some some people have to be in 3MB for a
0: while. And that's just the way it goes. Dolph Ziggler was in the Spirit Squad. Yeah, hey,
1: see? And you know what? He broke loose, and, and it's, it's all history from there. Yes. Uh, we also saw Kane against the Big Show. Corporate Kane. Corporate Kane against the Big Show. He came out. In, attire. in slacks and wrestling boots and a belt and, a, and, a, and, and he had his hairline he's just grown his hair back a little bit <laughs> and uh, hey I'll be really honest that guy's fucking ripped yes. he looks better than he's looked in four or five years he is absolutely shredded,
0: shredded. It was insane.
1: I was so impressed with the way he looks I, I could not believe it Yeah. the guy who sat behind us was an idiot though. He tried to start a Husky Harris chant when we saw Bray Wyatt. He he was so dumb. And then he said he would just keep saying these guys are big for everybody, <laughs> everyone he saw. These guys are big. These are a couple of big guys. And then it's quiet for a second, and he goes, "I could be an announcer." Shut no, up. Shut up. He wore like a suit and tie. <laughs> Did he?
0: Yeah. I didn't see that. He yet.
1: wore like a brown corduroy suit and like a red tie <laughs> with his uh with like his Mexican girlfriend with like too much eyeliner. Mm. Uh she had like the cat eyes business going on. But it was like a little bit too much. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he would just he would talk about how he watched Raw with his mom. <laughs> 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 that guy is dumb. But hey, if you've never been to a WWE event, you will always be near someone yep. who's dumb was just dumb as hell, and you'll just go, fuck, shut up, shut up. It's the kind of guy who tries to start a Husky Harris chant to Bray Wyatt, or tries to start a CM Punk chant in the middle of the match, CM Punk isn't in. Which didn't happen a lot. But it happened. I don't mind the CM Punk chant uh, in a match where it's like, more of like a main event thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're chanting that over like Heath Slater... Fighting one of the Matadors, you're just like, who? This is deaf ears, and, yeah. and it goes away so quickly. Like, there's yeah. no, there's like no stones to it. Yeah, it's so silly. I what a funny channel. I don't get it. I, I, mean, I see the
0: point. Like, they're trying to do like the whole what the, what the Yes Movement has been doing, but, right. it, but but it's just like you're doing it at a WWE live event. So yeah, nobody gives a shit. So nobody gives. It. And nobody here is gonna listen to yeah. you and go, oh yeah, they chances just making well, Yeah, well, we because started, that, we started
1: making fun of it and just <laughs> going, okay guys, now we going to start the Stone Cold channel. We're,
0: yeah. gonna, we're gonna bring them out. We're gonna bring them back. <laughs> Derek mentioned that if Stone Cold made it that night, that he would buy us all states.
1: <laughs> so that it was a oh the so the Kane not yeah. the Kane Kane went against the Big Show, pretty good match. Rocco was really impressed and just kept going. I've never seen human beings that size. It was like big watching show was so big. Rocco just kept going. It's like watching buildings fall over. They're so big. It was an okay match. Yeah. The guy behind us said the match was incredible. It was not. It was pretty good. It's. It was as good as Kane versus Big Show. Now is going to really be. Yeah. Um. The main event it was, was really a good. was a steel cage match. It was Daniel Bryan against Bray Wyatt. Yep. Who had the Wyatt family on the outside. A lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt is a giant man. Yeah. He hey, way TV, bigger. TV does not do him justice. No. That guy is big and bulky and tall. Yep he just looks like a guy with so much mass behind him Mm -hmm. that when he does that move where he just charges into the corner and, like, that splash, it is legitimately scary. Uh, The beard is super long. I I love his ring attire. I love everything about the character. It's really cool to see them live. Yes. Uh, The end came where uh, Daniel Bryan tried to escape through the cage door. Uh, Eric Rowan slammed the door on Bryan's head or his arm, and then he turned around and got crushed by uh, Sister Abigail. Uh, yeah. By Bray Wyatt. And then uh they started like they're gonna beat up Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. and then uh Seamus and Uso One came down. Yeah and uh they broke it all up mm-hmm. and then the crowd was really disappointed because Daniel Bryan lost. The the Wyatt family leaves and uh they tried to start this chant that's the ooh so's, and then we chant yes and then people are supposed to chant broke because Sheamus chants broke. Yep. And so it goes, ooh, Sos, yes, Broke. People weren't really into chanting Broke, so they just eliminated that part all together, and it was ooh, Sos, yes, ooh, Sos, yes.
0: I, I love house shows because it makes me like people that I don't normally like. Mm. Like, I cannot care less about uh, about uh, freaking Seamus. He is so uninteresting normally, but when it's just, hey, there's no character on the line, it's just Seamus. He came out, and he was down there. He had come out one other team. He, he did three, three times. Three times. And, he got out three times. And when he was done, when he came and broke up the thing, he just started running away. And, like, Daniel Bryan gets on the mic and goes, no, 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 Seamus, come back. Seamus, come back. And he, like really didn't want to come back. <laughs> like, it wasn't, like, playing it up or anything, so he comes back, and, and Daniel Bryan gives him the microphone, and he goes, I've already been out here three times, brother, I don't need to be out here any longer, but I'm gonna let you guys have your thing, and Daniel Bryan's like, no, no, stay here, and he tried to do that, like, three-part chant, and it just wouldn't work, so he tried to leave again. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was a part where Daniel Bryan just goes, San Diego loves Sheamus, and the crowd went, yay, yay because Daniel Bryan said it. <laughs> But it made me like Sheamus as, like, just a person. I
1: I have been—honestly, I've been appreciating him more yeah. since he's been back from Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, because he's not ever a guy who's on my radar or someone I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think Brian described him very well as uh, Triple H without the charisma. Yes. Uh, which I agree with. But since he's been back with Royal Rumble, I will say he—I feel like he stepped up his game. He's sort of interesting. Yeah. I think that he is a victim of guys that he goes up against. Because yeah. he doesn't seem like the guy who kind of, like— Makes the match so good, but he can really shine. Yeah. Um, So I I I feel like when you put him in a match against Daniel Bryan or Antonio Cesaro, I think that really brings out the best in Sheamus, and you go, oh, that's why this guy's a top guy. Yes. So that was the WWE live event that we went to. It was a lot of fun. If you guys have a WWE show coming to your town, it's really cool, and it makes me think that every time I go to like a live event like that, it man, these guys are just in like a carnival.
0: Yeah, it it really is is like that. It it
1: is just guys that travel from city to city. They set up. They sell t-shirts, yep. they do their thing, they break down, and they're on to the next city. Yeah. You know where they went after San Diego? Mm-hmm. They went to Bakersfield. Oh. <laughs> man. That's a bait. Bakersfield sucks. Yes, it does. Bakersfield is full of meth and desert and no good people. Uh, that is pretty much that. That's pretty yeah. So, Raw, this last week, was decent. Uh, the opening match was... Uh, Cody Rhodes, Goldust, and Rey Mysterio against the Wyatt's is a good match. I thought it was pretty quick. The ending I thought was really good. Where Rey Mysterio goes for the six-one-nine, Bray Wyatt tags himself in, and Ray has been doing this thing where he just keeps—he's going for the six-one-nine and gets caught coming back. He's been speared a couple times by Roman Reigns, but this Bray Wyatt catch even the Sister Abigail, and Ray sold it so perfectly. It It was. Gorgeous, it so clean. He got smashed and would just looked ragdoll after that. I thought that was really really good. I thought that looked fantastic. Yeah. Um again, good match, quick match. Uh I thought that Cody Rhodes spot was underappreciated where he bounced from the second rope to the top yeah. rope to the outside. Yeah. That looked great. Gold Dust did that diving bowling ball kind of flip thing mm-hmm. to the outside and then uh I think Rey Mysterio was going with the, like did like a senton or yeah. whatever Rey Mysterio does. Uh, some decent spots in that match. I thought it was good. Uh, I really like Goldust and Cody Rhodes, but we obviously—if you're listening to this, you probably do also—because yeah. we are internet wrestling fans, and we tend to agree uh, that Goldust is doing the best work of his career right now. And Cody, Cody Rhodes hasn't gotten the right push yet, and the, his gimmick where he wore the mask was really good. And then no, you give it another it. chance
0: because no, we're because we're internet wrestling fans. I didn't uh, like them,
1: the after that had Santino with Emma.
0: Hey, I gotta say. Horrible decision on, <laughs> on that. I, I was so happy to see Emma and actually get behind her as like a character that was fun and goofy. She has a really funny like unique ring entrance where she botches the kind of like grab the top rope and then like do a. Like, she kind of like tries to skin the cat
1: from the yeah, second to exactly. the outside, but that's her thing is that she's like clumsy, so she can't really do it.
0: I, hey, I fucking love it. it. I love her charm, but then you pit her with somebody like Santino who's not. To, I, never liked Santino, mm-hmm. ever. I don't think his gimmick is charming, I think it's just a gimmick, mm-hmm. and I think that the fact that it's lasted this long is just a testament to the fact that nobody's watching him, mm-hmm. but it takes up enough time, and people just kind of know the gimmick that they go with it. And I think putting Emma with him is just, like, it's it's going to be a failure. I don't think it's going to be a permanent thing. I, yeah. I think
1: I think this is just her getting... Getting in? Yeah, put, they put her, like, while was in why was she with Natty, in you yeah.
0: know
1: what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think she is just being put with other people to kind of get a rub from them. So the crowd goes, oh! Right. She's with I someone so. I like. So that, that, that's yeah, that. So. so Santino went one-on-one with Fandango. Fandango. Uh, with Summer Rae. Yeah. The more I see Summer Rae, the more I really like her. I think she is so good as a ballet and on the outside she does it better than I think any other woman in WWE right now I think she is the perfect accompaniment for Fundango, who's so much better than this
0: gimmick yeah, just, right.
1: uh, but if I feel like if somebody else was given that gimmick they would get it over. and if does such a great job this his promos that aren't on TV are incredible they're, they're so, so they're so good He's calling Renee Isabella and calling the <laughs> Funkadactyls the Funkadoodles. <laughs> it's so it's so bizarre and weird and, and and not like anything else on TV. And he's so much fun to watch. So the end came with uh, Fandango doing his, I don't know, I assume it's called ballroom blitz or something. Top rope leg drop. I which, don't like that. Hey. As his finisher. God, I feel so bad for that guy's back. Please don't make him dive off the top rope and do a leg drop anymore. That hurts. That has to hurt so goddamn bad yeah. every week. Oh my God. Give him, give him something fast and snappy—a kick or something. Didn't he do something last week on SmackDown that we both really liked, but I can't remember what it was? I don't remember. Oh, you know, it was a Falcon Arrow. That's what it he, was. He won with a—I mm-hmm. think he was winning with a Falcon Arrow, and it looked really good. He did it like from the top rope, and it looked really clean. Give him that. I don't care. It's better than that top rope leg drop. Hey, I love leg drops. I feel so bad for that guy doing it every week. And yeah. I know he does it at house shows. Yep. And I just have to feel so bad. Mm-hmm. That guy's spine is getting compressed. Yes. It feels terrible. I really I liked
0: that that match was all of 35 seconds. It was very fast. All of Fandango's matches have been very fast. I don't like that. Because yeah. just let these matches breathe and take some yep. time out of the, like, slow big man matches. So after that was Christian and Sheamus against the Real Americans. Um Pretty good
1: match. Good match. I think this continues the Zeb Coulter really trying to get behind. Oh, he's like Antonio Cesaro. He favors him and everything. Yeah. And Jack Swagger's kind of getting left in the dust from another tag team again. again. Um, which I feel bad for. I don't love Jack Swagger, but I think this is a team that he really works within. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a good tag team wrestler. He is. And I think because the tag team moves they do look really good. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So, um, it had subculture I think, telling Jack Swagger to let Antonio Cesaro start the match, yeah. and I thought that was really cool. And again, the it had it was in L.A., so all the fans of Antonio Cesaro, there were people holding Cesaro section signs, That's awesome, all that stuff, all the internet wrestling community in L.A. went and uh, they were chanting Big for Cesaro. He did his big swing, which got over Big with the crowd. yes. Uh, everything he did pretty much got over big Um, people were really liking him yeah and so and and again the ending of the match really protected him too because it was Swagger taking the broke kick from Sheamus Mm -hmm. and uh, getting pinned which I think that happens all the time that's totally fine Uh, after that Ziggler and Del Rio in a very fast match Um, but Ziggler looked okay kind of bummed he's better than this but again what are we going to say here? Push that guy. I yeah. like him. Push that guy. But not everyone can be in the main event. Nope. So uh, Del Rio it has this whole program going on with Batista. Which Jesus. Del Rio kicked Ziggler in the head, and that was the end of the match. And then he, was gonna, and then he starts beating him up or whatever. Batista comes in, power bombs Del Rio through a table, and uh, the crowd goes mild. Yes. And uh, I think that the Batista thing, what are we going to tell you that you guys haven't already read from every other opinion board?
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? It is really...
1: We're really, it's very disappointing to see Batista back. I never really liked him at
0: all, so seeing him back on TV is just kind of like... Eh, I, I, I really liked it. Uh, I remember really liking him, and then they did that 30, what, what's it called? the 30, 30 Seconds of fear, yeah. yeah, 30 Seconds of Fury video, and I just went, oh, no, he's boring. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that finishing move isn't cool when you see it in 30 seconds, like, over and over. Oh. This, uh, yeah, so I there guess. you go. So then it was announced Del Rio is going one-on-one with Batista at Elimination Chamber, which okay. I think we all saw
1: coming four weeks ago. Yes, yeah. fine, whatever. You gotta pad the card, and you have to get you have to feed someone to Batista before he goes into WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, after that was Rybackle, which is the best tag team name in the world. Is that is what they're called? Yes. Yes. Uh, against uh, against oh, the God, Usos. Hey, uh, is the best name. It's an that, and they always, they make fun of me and go, this is a stupid name, and you only said it as a joke. No, nah, I don't give a fuck. Axel is the best name. Who said it as, as a joke? Well, JBL, I think. <laughs> and uh, Axel is such an awesome name. It, it is. is. I love JBL. Uh, Curtis Axel is growing his beard out kind of, like, long and getting, like, a little crazy looking. Um, and do anything, please. Do anything that isn't just trying to be your father's son. Hey, it was, like, the 10-year anniversary, or like, 11-year anniversary. I think it was the 11-year anniversary of Mr. Perfect's passing uh, oh. yesterday. That's that. Yep. Uh, but rest in peace, Mr. Perfect, one of the best. He and loves, uh, so perfect. that Thank that match, it was right against the Usos. The end came, I think, when Uso 2 dove to the outside Tuso. and hit Tuso. two <laughs> <laughs> so, Tuso. That's what he <laughs> called it. <Okay. Uno. laughs> so
0: so Tuso,
1: Tuso dives on the outside, uh, to Ryback And takes him out And as he's doing that Unoso uh, Gets the tag And does a splash on Axel For the three count And uh, this had the New Age Outlaws Out on commentary And uh, they tried to slip Betty White A laxative earlier in the night And uh, Billy Gunn is going to poop in the back yeah. As he has uh, had the laxative to drink uh, I God. Anything with Betty White I was just kind of glossing over I watched it at the studio And uh-huh. Sean couldn't make enough Betty White jokes He's like, man, this is really happening, huh? She's just really she's on just, TV She's like, on on really on a wrestling program wrestling right now. Yep. yep. Uh, after that, it was uh, Ambrose issues an open challenge. There were more cracks in the shield where Reigns goes, mm-hmm. you're not defending the title. And Ambrose goes, I'm going to defend it against anyone. So open challenge. And out comes Mark Henry, who looks like Rick Ross. Yes. Uh, he is answering the open challenge. Decent match. I thought they were playing up that uh, Ambrose had to injury. be Am- – Ambrose had to be crafty Mm -hmm. and, and like, focus on stuff and try to take out that elbow and move Mm -hmm. around. And Mark Henry got to play the big monster again. Uh, The match end came where uh, Mark Henry is pinning Ambrose after the World's Strongest Slam, and Rollins comes in to break it up. Yeah. There's fighting, and Ambrose uh, gets fought off, and Rollins gets fought off, and then he turns around and gets speared on the outside. Mark Henry— Mark Henry, who has been in WWE for years and, years and years and years and years and years and years, is still taking bumps on the outside like a fucking champ. I cannot He's give that awesome. guy enough credit to He's make so good. to make other people look good. That guy deserve. I personally believe that guy deserves a title run, but that's just me. I agree. I, I think he can be such a monster heel. I thought of a couple years ago when he had the World Heavyweight Championship, mm-hmm. he was so much fun to watch, and he was like a legitimately scary heel. I love his theme music. I love uh, his yeah. look. I like everything about him. I think he's in great shape right now. He looks really uh, good. I think they could do a lot with him. So after that, after Reigns and, and the S.H.I.E.L.D. are leaving, mm-hmm. we get a sheep face on the screen, and then the Wyatts come down, and then we get a standoff in the middle of the ring with, well, I guess on the outsides of the ring, yeah. from uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, the, the Wyatts, and it is really cool,
0: yes. really well
1: done, yes. really well shot. I thought that was awesome. The crowd
0: was so into it; that they were red hot for it. They, they were they red were hot. Really excited about that, and I really liked the way that they did. They they had them kind of like edging in, and then kind of like, yep, they would keep coming like closer and closer, and then one would kind of yep. step back. and I, They took the ring. I, I that love. That was so good. When when Bray Wyatt starts stepping in, the crowd goes
1: nuts. He's like, oh shit, we're really getting this. Yeah, and then he steps out, and the crowd hates him. Which is perfect. I thought that was such good heat for him. Because you have two heels going into a
0: pay-per-view event, and you don't really want to change their, you know, where they're at right now. Mm -hmm. But you do know that people are kind of really behind the shield right now. So it gives it that little bit of story that makes you go, okay, well, you know what, maybe I am rooting for the shield. Or, you know what, I really like the Wyatts because, you know, Eric Rowan is really good, and I really like Bray Wyatt. So it gives you that dynamic feeling, that, like, or sorry, that dynamic, like, in the match where you know that it's not just going to be stale. It's going to be, like, l- layers. You have Bray Wyatt, you kind of have, like, the leader of the Wyatts against, like, the whole of the shield, which is really cool because then you'll have, you know that they can make it really well done with a with a more crack, with the crack being spread more is what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. with... I'm sure Reigns doing something to save Ambrose and then being like, well, I had to save you or, like, kind of taking over the match for him. And I'm really liking the way that they're pushing this match. It's, it's been
1: really cool. I really like the Wyatts. I really like the Shield. I really like where this match is going. Me too. And, and I think that you would be hard-pressed for to find someone who's really against it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I, think it, I think it looks really good on paper. I think it's going to be really cool in the ring. Uh, after that incredible standoff, we got AJ, Alicia Fox, and Oksana against the fellas and Cameron. Oh my God. The match came where Cameron hit uh, a DDT on Oksana, who I like Oksana more and more. I see her because I think she's improving in the ring because mm-hmm. the way she took that DDT looked fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So we'll just move on past Eva's match. Yep. Uh, Kane came out to apologize for attacking Daniel Bryan, and then Daniel Bryan came down and uh, there was a little fight and a scuffle, and the crowd went nuts for Daniel Bryan. Of course, they didn't have a match and. Uh, and that takes us into the main event, mm-hmm. which was Orton against John Cena. I thought that match was so much better. You know what? It it wasn't the first half I didn't enjoy. The, the third quarter of that match <laughs> I thought was excellent. Randy Orton screaming and going nuts. He was, like, screaming at the crowd. Really? He, he, was, he did, like, a top rope DDT to John Cena. Wow. And then he starts, like, yelling. He's like, that's not old. That's new. And they're, like, Wow. He, like, he's, like, on the ropes, like, screaming at people. He I looks love it. He he does that, and he looks crazy, and I just go, it? "Oh, you can be a really impressive yes. heel that really eggs on like the crowd, and the crowd just hates him for it." I love him as a heel. He's such a good yeah, heel, and and but he just he looks like he goes through the motions, and it's like w- when I feel like if he's allowed to kind of go nuts a little bit, yeah, he's so much fun to watch. I agree because uh, I think he's so smooth in the ring. Yes, I, I really don't think there are a lot of people who are smoother than he no. is. Uh, John Cena won after two AAs. Wow. And uh Orton hit an RKO, so there's an AA, an R K O and an AA. Um I thought I, I understand why John Cena won the match. I thought Randy Orton really carried it and looked really, really good. But for me it was another instance of uh John Cena getting the shit kicked out of him for like fifteen minutes yeah. and then two minutes of John Cena. Yeah, and, and then and then two minutes of John Cena. Yeah. And him standing up and like it's like did you not just get beat up? I I that's it's just it, you know what? I, I mean
0: I hate it. Yeah. It, I just hate it. There's no... It, it's like, oh, so the last 15 minutes of this match didn't matter. He should have just come in and gotten all hulked up and yeah. just done two that, AAs and then left. That, that, that's his thing is that he comes back and he, he's Superman and
1: I get it. I just... I don't... I don't appreciate it when the uh, the rest of that show was really strong. Yeah. I... Or, like, the rest of that match. I get it. I
0: understand. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't personally love it. What did, That's it. What did you think about it being the... Um, like John Cena going out of his way to make this kind of like, he call it like the end of the chapter.
1: I don't know, I thought that was weird. Didn't they just have the end of the chapter? What was yeah. it,
0: Wasn't that the title match? Well, exactly. And then the other title match? So then you yeah. have John Cena tossed into this Elimination Chamber match. Maybe because Punk's gone? I don't know. Maybe he wasn't supposed to be there, but they kind of wanted to like
1: yeah, it was, it tell a, you that he wasn't gonna win? Yeah, it was, it was a little strange. I, I don't really
0: understand it. That. I mean, maybe now you had like the thing with his dad, but yeah, that, that was what the pay per view and the title match was for at Royal Rumble. So
1: yeah. yeah, I thought I thought that they had really good promos going into that unification match, and then really good promos going into yeah. Royal Rumble, and then they were doing the promos again for like Raw, and it's like no, 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 we just did this like the last two or three months. Right. It it was kind of weird where he's like, this is the end, this is our this is our final chapter. It's like, no, it's definitely not. No. And so I thought I thought that was a little bit funny. Yeah. I I agree with you. So um, so that that was Raw on SmackDown. I thought decent for this week uh, I don't think there was anything that was super incredible except for that face off which I thought was that really was, really well dude, done it so, so hot so much so much so much fun um, really really cool guys we are we're going to be winding down the show but because we talked so much about the show uh, that we went to what we'll typically do is kind of reduce Raw reduce Smackdown mm-hmm. just talk about what we liked about uh, those things and then what, what what else we've been watching in wrestling but we'll also take viewer mail if Absolutely. you guys want to email us show at mega64.com you guys can send us an email um, let us know you know what, what you want to hear, God. your comments about maybe what Raw and Smackdown were like uh, we got a, an email already from awesome. Rob C, he says uh, looking forward to the first episode of the podcast who do you think should be bumped up from NXT to the main WWE roster, he says how do you feel about Alexander Rushev and Emma being bumped up Alexander Rushev is a guy who showed up at Royal Rumble and he's had a couple of promos on Raw and SmackDown, but so far, not really shown up. He's a very big guy. Yeah. Um. I think that once we actually see him wrestle, I'll kind of have an opinion on him. Yeah. Because uh, right now, he's just a guy who showed up. I, I didn't really see much of him in NXT. <laughs> Bits and pieces, I thought he really got slingshotted into I, WWE yeah. picture. We already talked about Emma. Yeah. What, who do you think should be bumped up? Because I have a feeling we're going to agree. Yeah. I, I think it's got to be Sami Zayn. Yeah.
0: I, I mean... It's, it's, like, it's honestly, a no Honestly Sending that email You knew we were going to say Sammy yeah, Zane You had to have known I mean we watched him And we've talked about him before um, Maybe on the Mega64 podcast But if not We used to watch him When he was El Generico Four or five Six seven years ago Whatever it was well, I think it was seven years ago That's <laughs> weird um, And he was so much fun He had a generic Luchador Like gimmick But it worked so well And he's so expressive In the ring That I think you just Put him out there And he'll have a similar Sort of not the exact same um, like you know path as Daniel Bryan, but I think he'll have a similar sort of thing where he's just so much energy that he's gonna get over.
1: I I agree. I think I think the crowd will really like him and take a liking to him. I think that no matter how you bring him up and where you put him, the internet is going to be upset that Absolutely. he's not in the main event right away. He's not he's not a main event guy right away. It's mm-hmm. gonna take a, it's gonna take, a while, it's gonna take bef- a while before people really really warm up to him. He's very expressive. I think that his body control and his ring awareness are better than anyone I've seen in a really, 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 really long time in the ring. I I think he's always very aware, and he makes everyone look good around him. He he does the Rey Mysterio thing of really high-flying moves. He's the constant underdog, Mm -hmm. uh, and he can hit moves out of nowhere that make you go, Oh, that was great, and then they're they're little game-changers within that match. So his momentum... Really swings back and forth on his offense, which is kind of how I wish Dolph Ziggler Me was. Too. But he he doesn't have any offense. No. He just has a, he
0: just has a lot of getting the shit kicked out of him. He's got a really good famister.
1: Yeah, he does. He's a really good?
0: He does famouser. some good drop kicks. Yep.
1: Uh, we also got another uh, question on Tumblr. Again, you can follow us on Tumblr, The Go Home Show. This is sent in by anonymous. If you guys want to send anonymous questions, you can. But Maybe leave, like, a first name and, like, a last initial so we know it's from you. Yeah. Uh, Somebody said, will your podcast be able to cater to newer wrestling fans? We hope so. Yeah. Wrestling is a lot like comic books. If you just pick up and go, I promise that you will be caught up very quickly. Very quickly. Raw does an excellent job of catching you up with what's been happening the last couple weeks and what you should expect tonight and who's going to be here and what this guy does. Uh Start doing that. You mm-hmm. don't need to go back real, real far. Nope. And like Maybe a month. Hey, man, yeah. A month is probably a good, like, hey, watch, watch Raw and SmackDown from a month ago. Yeah. And then you can kind of catch up that way. But it is like comic books where they do a very good job of catching they you really up, do. showing you who's who and, and what's kind
0: of going on it, and everything. It's a, it's a, a entire, like, business that's built on getting new customers every single time that it's there, just like comic books. So mm-hmm. if you have something that's exclusive... You're not going to get new customers. You want people who are just tuning in to go. Oh, you know what? That was interesting. I kind of want to see what happens next. So it's really easy to uh, to follow. You just have to just commit to watching it. Really, exactly.
1: And and that that's what it is. And there's so much. There's so many hours of WWE programming, and especially now with the WWE Network that's going to be coming. So excited! Oh, uh, I can't wait. Uh, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be watching a lot of wrestling. Yeah. So and and you should too, which is great. So, in the future, we will, we'll answer more viewer mail. If you guys have questions for us, that's totally cool. You want to get a hold of us on our Twitter, um, at GoHomeShow on Twitter, uh, on our Tumblr, via email. We're also going to be reviewing old shows. Once the network comes out, we'll let you guys know, like, hey, yeah. next week, you know, m- maybe we're just going to review a show. Hey, maybe we're, we'll review WrestleMania 3. So, watch yeah. WrestleMania 3 and send us an email about what you think about it yeah. or, you know, stuff like that. So, once the network comes out, hopefully you guys get it because we definitely will too. Yeah. I, I, Oh, man, can't wait. Um, So we'll be reviewing future shows. We'll have guests on from time to time. um, Maybe some Mega64 guys, people from the world of wrestling, uh, things like that. So hopefully you guys can support us. Um, We're going to be getting this on iTunes, hopefully, eventually. We're in the process of doing that now, I think. Um, So, hey, if you guys know how to get a podcast on iTunes so I don't have to do it, that'd be fucking great. Email, (laughs) gohomeshow, mega64.com. I would love for you to do that for me so I don't have to. Uh, But... For now, that's gonna wrap us up for our first show. Brian, awesome. we, Brian, we made it to an
0: hour, and yeah. I feel, and I feel like we could talk for another hour. I do too. I don't want to wait for. A, I don't want to wait another week. Yep. You know, my my biggest thing about going into this, I just had this realization today when I was at work. I'm like, oh man, am I gonna feel like I don't want to talk about wrestling during the week because I should save it for our
1: podcast? I'm also worried about that, but at the same time, I think we're gonna be talking about wrestling a lot anyway. yes yeah. So it doesn't matter.
0: Well, so there you go. You'll get an hour of what we talk about. <laughs>
1: So, guys, thanks for tuning in to our first show of The Go Home Show. Thank you. I'm Eric. This is Brian. And uh, have a great day.